BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome to the Weekly Warrior Podcast where we are forging genuine human connection through fitness, health, mindset, and nutrition. Let's get to the show with your hosts, Jared Bradford, Connor Edelbrock, and Corey Mueller. You are tuned in to another episode of the Weekly Warrior Podcast, but this is not just another episode of the Weekly Warrior Podcast. This is a very special episode for a very merry time of year. This is the time of year. The snow is on the ground. The stockings are hung by the chimney with care if you have a chimney. If not, maybe not. Maybe you don't have snow on the ground because you're in California. The birds are not chirping. They've flown south for the winter. I'm talking about Christmas. And I'm here to tell you a great story about Christmas. And I'm also here to tell this story to my good friend, Ryder. She is my 10-pound companion full of fluff, piss, and vinegar. She loves chasing toys and barking at bigger dogs and maybe giving them a good love bite on their butt. She also loves Christmas. I hope you love Christmas too. And I always wondered, what is the history behind this magical time of year? How did we end up on December 25th for Christmas? And the story led me, honestly, down some roads and trails that I did not expect at all. So I hope you enjoy this episode of the Weekly Warrior Podcast, The Unexpected History of Christmas. For over two millennia, people have been observing Christmas as a religious day and in a secular fashion. Today, Christmas is celebrated on December 25th of each year. Christians celebrate Christmas as the birth of Jesus of Nazareth. Every year, gifts are exchanged, trees are decorated, stockings are hung by the chimney with care, and families come together for a special meal. And of course, little ones wait for the arrival of Santa Claus. <laughs> you may be surprised that this tradition we know very well today in America has a very rocky and very often non-religious history. And in America, its history is actually not so ancient as we have come to accept. So, how did Christmas begin? Well, we go way back to the early days of Vikings and Norsemen as we begin this tale. Centuries before the birth of Jesus, Europeans celebrated the winter solstice. It took place on December 21st and marked the shortest day of the year, 
and every day following the solstice, the days grew longer, marking the worst of the winter was behind them. In Scandinavia, the Norse celebrated Yule from December 21st all the way up to January. In recognition of the sun returning for longer days, the men and sons would bring home Yule logs and set them ablaze in a community campfire. The village would feast until the logs burnt out, which often took 12 days. The Norse believed that with each spark that flew from the flame, a new cow or pig would be born into their village that year. So, Yule logs are a good omen, especially their sparks. The winter solstice was an excellent time for people to celebrate in Europe. By this time, most cattle were slaughtered for the winter and farming was on hold as well as winemaking, so nothing's really going on in the winter in Europe. It's harsh, it's cold, who wants to do anything? They had an abundance of meat, wine, and food, so they thought, right, let's do something with all this, and thus, celebration of their year and the year to come ensued. Not all people celebrated, however. In some German sections, the pagan god Odin was honored during this time. Germans were terrified of Odin, as they believed he made nighttime rides and chose who would prosper and who would perish in the upcoming year. So most people just stayed inside to avoid his reckoning. In ancient Rome, this time of year was not as harsh. The time was referred to as Saturnalia, in honor of their god Saturn. Beginning the week of the winter solstice and continuing until mid-January, this was a time when the Roman social order was flipped upside down. For one month, enslaved people were given freedom and free reign to be treated as equals to their wealthy elite counterparts. During this time, all businesses and schools were closed. Romans also celebrated Mithra on December 25th, which was known to be Mithra's birthday, who was an infant god born of rock. They also feasted in what was known as Juvenalia, which honored the children of Rome. So you can see the pieces of the puzzle that we know of Christmas today are kind of scattered throughout history. As we move along to Christianity and the birth of Jesus, it's important to note that historically Easter was the religion's main holiday. Christmas did not exist with the birth of Christianity. In the 4th century, officials decided to label the birth of Jesus as a holiday. However, the Bible does not mention Jesus' birthday. Some estimate his birth may have been in the spring, and according to the story of his birth, this would make sense. After all, why would shepherds be herding in the winter? Pope Julius I named December 25th as the day of birth and thus the holiday Christmas. This date was believed to have been chosen to adopt the beliefs of the pagan holiday and absorb the traditions of Saturnalia from Rome. The custom of the holiday spread to Egypt by the year 492 and to England by the end of the 6th century. So this was a long freaking time ago. We're only in the year 500-ish. Just thinking about this too, all the way back then, I can't even imagine what life was like. But do you know how difficult it may have been to get people on board with a new holiday of this magnitude? This was like way before communication was tightly knit. Even getting information from city to city or village to village, I assume, would probably take days or weeks. And that's partially why the church decided to choose this time of year, because people were already celebrating the solstice. So by adding, you know, Christmas, quote unquote Christmas, to the docket, 
they increased the chances of people embracing this new holiday. By the Middle Ages, Christianity replaced the pagan ideology. The custom of Christmas became this. People would attend church in the morning and then celebrated rambunctiously in a drunken craze with a carnival-like atmosphere, much like Mardi Gras. Each year, a beggar or a student would be crowned, quote, Lord of Misrule, and eager participants would play the roles of his or her servants. The poor would go to the homes of the rich and demand their best food and drink. If the rich failed to provide, the poor visitors would most likely silently terrorize them and their home with mischief. Christmas became the time of year when the upper class would repay the real or imagined debt to society. Time went on and Christmas slowly began to evolve. In the 17th century, religious reform struck Europe and changed Christmas forever. An individual named Oliver Cromwell and his band of Puritans took over England in 1645. They vowed to rid England of their indulgence of pleasure as they believed it led to moral and cultural decline. They canceled Christmas. Christmas is canceled! On account of morals. Well, this did not sit well and did not take too long for Charles II to take the throne in a revolution to restore Christmas. I love that people came together and like, they took away their party. The guy, the bad guy took away the good party and then they got rid of the bad guy like, like that. It's, yeah, that's pretty cool. In the name of Christmas. As for America, the story of Christmas begins with the early arrival of pilgrims in the 1600s. These settlers were even more orthodox than Cromwell and their Puritan beliefs. As a result, Christmas was not celebrated in early America. I know, it's very sad, isn't it? I know, your favorite holiday. But that's not the half of it. In fact, from 1651 to 1681, for 30 years, it was against the law to celebrate or recognize Christmas in Boston. Any individual indulging in the spirit of Christmas or otherwise being jolly or merry would be fined five shillings. Five shillings, Ryder, for celebrating your favorite holiday. It's ridiculous. That's the truth. That's what happened. Time went on and Christmas never became a celebrated holiday in America, but raged on in Europe. The American Revolution took place. The British lost and their rule and influence fell even more out of favor by Americans, and Christmas became an even further distant thought for most of this land from sea to shining sea of amber waves of grain, but no Christmas here. Thank you very much. Good day. Hey, hey, relax. It's not a real door. It's part of the thing, the story. I know, it's ridiculous. No Christmas. It'll come back, though. Here we go. You ready? By the 19th century... America was experiencing a period of class conflict and social turmoil. Christmas was beginning to gain traction in America as stories of the European Christmases piqued the less fortunate Americans' interest. Remember, Christmas is celebrated by the rich repaying their real or imagined debt to society. Unemployment was high and gang riots were common among the less fortunate and poor class during Christmas time. It was not a receptive holiday from the wealthy. 
and they did not enjoy the poorer classes attempting to riot and celebrate the holiday as Europeans did. In 1828, New York founded its first police force in response to a particularly horrible Christmas riot. This event forced the upper class to rethink how Christmas should be celebrated in America. And this is 1828. Backtrack, in 1819, a well-known author named Washington Irving wrote and drew a series of stories about Christmas. They showed a family gathered around a warm fire with a meal, a tree, and presents in a lovely English manor home. Included with this image was that of the wealthy family inviting a peasant in to celebrate the warm and calm holiday with them. Contrast to what was going on in the real America, these stories showed two opposing classes mingling and celebrating effortlessly. In Irving's mind, Christmas should be peaceful and warm, with social classes being eliminated for that short time. The thing is, this custom seems to be entirely made up by Irving. Nowhere are there any accounts historically of this being a real celebration of Christmas. Also at this time, the famous story A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens was written. The story sent the message that charity and goodwill led to a fulfilling life of happiness and gratitude. This struck a powerful chord in America and in England and showed the wealthy class the benefits of celebrating Christmas. Also during the 1800s, families were becoming more sensitive and aware of emotional needs of children. Christmas became a celebration of their good deeds during the year and provided a day for parents to spoil their kids without being labeled spoiled kids. Hunky-dory, how about that? Kids like presents. It wasn't until June 26, 1870 that Christmas was marked a national holiday, Ryder. Think about that. That's not that long ago. Some people are alive today. Their grandparents were alive when the government said Christmas is a holiday. It's kind of a stretch, right? But there are old people alive today. Their grandparents got to witness the government saying this Christmas thing, it's a good idea. Let's do it every year. Also, you can take the day off. That's crazy. Not that long ago. Also, look at the Civil War ended in 1865. They're probably looking for a way to unify the country again, bring people together. And what better than a magical holiday focused on family, donation, and acceptance of everyone around you in your neighborhood and in your communities? It makes sense, right? Over the next 100 years from 1870, the next 100 years, Americans evolved Christmas into the modern family-centric holiday that we know today. We adopted old religious traditions such as a tree decoration, gift giving, sending cards and donating to the less fortunate, all without the massive, drunken, citywide, in the streets celebration knocking down doors of wealthy elites. Here's the thing. We as Americans quickly bought into the idea that we were celebrating Christmas as it has always been celebrated for centuries. It was the day Jesus was born. It's the day we take off. We gather with family and eat ham and rolls and potatoes. A day that we open presents and stockings. It's a day we leave cookies and milk out for Santa. Grease up the chimney so he comes down easy and leave Brussels sprouts out for his reindeer. Maybe carrots, I don't know. But the truth is, these traditions did not begin until the late 1800s and were exclusively American. We evolved Christmas to fit our cultural and social needs at the time, and this has continued to today. 
Christmas used to be a drunken Mardi Gras, dude. It used to be a drunken party. You go to church in the morning for hundreds of hundreds of years. This is what it was. Church. Wine, 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 wine. Party. Name Lord of Misrule. Play his game. Drunk all day. You know, in other sections of the world, you know, you celebrate the solstice, you burn some logs, you have a lot of food. Most of the time it involves just being with people and getting drunk and enjoying food. It was never family-centric, though. Never a calm day of peace. Not for the, you know, since until even when Jesus became alive, his birthday. It wasn't about him. They didn't know when his birthday was. It was a long time after he, a couple hundred years after he passed away, he died. That they were like, right, let's do a holiday on his birthday. When's his birthday? (sighs) Not sure. All right. December 25th. Let's do it. Send a memo. You know, whether you focus your Christmas on Jesus or not, there are very specific American traditions that we have made Christmas out to be. The tree decorating, being with family, eating a lot of food, maybe having a couple sips of wine, being at peace, letting it snow, all of the Christmas tales and songs that we know and love that we come to hear over and over again every year. These are American traditions. And when America made Christmas a holiday in 1870, we needed it after the Civil War. And I think we need it just as much today for those similar reasons. Because we're so divided. But Christmas at that one time of year, it was made for everybody to come together. So, as Christmas comes and goes this year, take a second to appreciate the drunken, lengthy, misleading, off-destructive, feared, and now warm and loving holiday that is Christmas. No matter the history of Christmas, the best time to make the best of Christmas is this year. We are truly wrapped in consumerism when it comes to Christmas, as this is part of the American tradition. This may be hyper-focused upon with all the new technology, iPads and phones and gaming and new gadgets and tools that are accessible at the click of a button. And this is okay. Gift giving is one way that we feel loved by our family, our significant other, or from a stranger. This is not the only tradition of Christmas that should be focused on, but it often is. Take a moment this year to recognize and be grateful that you were able to sit down and eat a meal with your family or donate your time or or money to someone. And that, though it's a Christmas tradition, these things are possible all year long. You just may find cute, cheesy, and typical Christmas lesson and the end line of every rom-com slash family Christmas movie ever that what you can't physically unwrap is the greatest gift of all. From us here at the Weekly Warrior Podcast and writer, yes, good girl, we wish you a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, and we wish you all the best in 2022. We hope you stick with us as we will have episodes every single Sunday throughout this year, next year, and hopefully all of the years to come.